This program is brought to you by Bible Media, overseen by the elders of the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lee Summit, Missouri. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. We're back another week. Another what are we going to do after I get married? I don't know. I was just actually talking about this because someone who hadn't listened to our podcast in a while, they kind of like forgotten about it and all that. Shout out to Chas. And she was like, ooh, I forgot. And so she's like, I got some catching up to do. And so then she was texting me and um, just said, because she moved away, and she's like, it was just nice to hear your voices and your laughter and all of this. And we do that. I said, she, and then she was like, wow, you've done 105 episodes in her, her podcast. And I was Ooh. like, yes. And I said, Wait, I does really. does that mean our two years coming up? Because um, there's, what, 52 weeks in a year? Yeah. So 104? Four. So already passed. Well, well. But we did we did something special for our hundredth hundredth episode, because it would have been like two years anniversary date wise was like October ish or November, and so yeah, it kind of like threw us off to now. So I don't know. It didn't really didn't really click that it had been two years worth. But anyway, it it feels like we kind of just. Do you remember that first episode? I do. It took so long. Let's not go back there mentally. But um, we are way off. That's okay. All I, Moving I, back to Chas. Yes, I commented back after she said we had done 105 episodes. I said, I really hope that we can figure out a way to keep going after you get married. That's so, only 10 weeks from now, so that I, would only be 10 more podcasts. That's crazy. And no promises to doing a podcast that week, because it could be a little crazy. Nah, it's going to be super chill. We're going to have most of it done by then. Most of it, yeah. But there's some last-minute stuff that you can't do ahead of time. It's like packing your toothbrush before a trip. Yeah. It's always last-minute, and that's why you always forget a toothbrush. <laughs> that's okay. You can buy them along the along the way, wherever you're going. I'm but, just I'm just saying it's the same it's the same concept. Yeah, but, like, there's some things that we cannot do ahead of time that will have to be done that week. So, anyway, I'm just saying no promises. I hope we do one, but I don't know. We'll see. Then you can absolutely count us out that next week. Yeah, she'll be gone. She's not She's not going to call in and do a podcast from her honeymoon. Nope. I don't know why. Although, technically, that would actually be on your birthday. Well. So, she will be turning 20 that day. So, also probably doesn't want to call in and do a podcast on her birthday. On my honeymoon. In Florida. So, <laughs> no. anyway, we will be out that week. Maybe we'll work ahead and do one. <laughs> You're silly. <laughs> you know we barely get them done as it is on time. Hey, but sometimes we have such good ideas that we just record two back to back. So, speaking of which, I'm really excited about this podcast. Are you? I am. That's so good. After the two weeks ahead that you were, you know, previous weeks that you didn't really love. That's not true. I loved the podcasts. I just have, I have, I'm passionate about that topic. Yes. In not a happy way. I'm kind of passionate about this topic. In a happy way? Yeah. I am too. I, spoiler alert, I love Joseph. Me too. Like one of my favorite people in all of the Bible to He's study. He's such a great guy. And we will get into that. So let's not spoil it any further. Yeah. Let's go ahead and read the verses. So we're going to start and we're going to skip a lot of the story and we'll just summarize it for you because if you know how, you know how we are when we're like, well, I want to read this and this and this and we can get carried away. So instead of making you read like 
I think it's like, what, 15 chapters with us, we'll spare you and we'll only read four verses <laughs> in two different places. So we're going to write, we're going to start, I, I don't know what we're writing, um, we're going to start in Genesis 37 and we're going to read verses 3 and 4 and then we're going to jump to Genesis 50 and read verses 19 and 20. I'll tell you those again when we get there. Um, now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. Okay. So do you want to summarize now or after? Oh, well we could, let's do it now. That's what I thought. Cause then it's kind of a nice like bow on top. Yes, and then, you know, segue to the end. But I think one of the reasons that I really appreciate the story of Joseph and all of the things is because we have so much detail about his life. So, following the verses that Addie read, where his brothers couldn't even speak peaceably to him, going back to the favoritism that we've spoken of so many times and the problems that it causes, right? His brothers are, you know, seeing that he's the favorite of all of the of the sons, and so... They get jealous, and of course, then he has some dreams and proceeds to tell them all of his dreams where they are bowing down to him. Which, you know, I feel like maybe wasn't the smartest idea, but yeah. wasn't he wasn't wrong. It just maybe wasn't what I would have picked. <laughs> maybe you didn't need to share all the things, Joseph, but that's okay. God can use it all. Um... Anyway, so after sharing those dreams, then, of course, he goes to check on his brothers. They see him coming. They decide to kill him. And then, of course, Reuben says, no, no, let's not kill him. Let's not kill him. Let's, let's just, just send him to slavery. Let's just throw him into a pit. And Reuben was going to come back later and get him. He had a plan. It just didn't work out. Because he sold him into slavery. It was not Reuben. The other ones did. He was there. I don't know that he was now we have to go back and check well i'll read you keep summarizing okay and so anyway he gets sold into slavery and then he becomes a slave in potiphar's wife and in potiphar's wife in potiphar's house wow in potiphar's (laughs) wife that's lovely yeah potiphar's wife um keeps trying to tempt joseph and she day after day after day um, keeps harassing him essentially, and he will not give in to that temptation. And so finally, um, runs out of the house while she is still holding his coat. And um, then, of course, she lies about him to Potiphar, who has him cast into prison for his um, crimes that he actually did not commit, but she accused him of. And then he spends um, some time in um, the prison. And there he interprets some dreams for the baker and the butler of Pharaoh. And uh, eventually, what? Reuben was not there. So, yeah, but he it had left. It doesn't ever say that he left, but it does say that he comes back. So yes. I'm assuming that he left. I didn't, I had never realized that. Yeah. I so something he new. had a plan. It just didn't work out. He's like, yeah. He, he only meant to throw him in the pit for the day. <laughs> and he was really, I think... He was just trying to appease his brothers. And, and then, not hurt Joseph either. Yeah, so he was trying to kind of play that middleman. And really, what he should have done was stand up to this his brothers more. would have been an interesting podcast. The story of Reuben. Yeah. Well, do you want to go back and, and dig into that deeper? 
We can write it down if you'd like. Write it down? Yeah, so we don't forget. Okay. I'm going to forget that I wrote it down, but it's okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so back to Joseph. So eventually, Pharaoh has a dream that cannot be interpreted. And so they go, they remember that he's in prison and that he had interpreted the dream for the butler, I believe it is. And so they go and they bring him out of prison to interpret for Joseph. Nope, for Potiphar. Nope, for Pharaoh. Sorry, the cat is really... <laughs> nope, for Potiphar. Nope, for Pharaoh. <laughs> I'm sorry. The cat was walking across the laptop and then was pulling our microphone down. And so I was trying to save it all from coming mm-hmm. crashing down. That was kind of enjoyable, though. <laughs> That's why we're going to leave it in. Um, anyway, so Pharaoh, all in all, becomes second in command in Egypt and is able to save not only the Egyptians, but many other people from um, basically death by the famine that was coming, because that was the dream that Pharaoh was having, was about this upcoming famine. So he puts Joseph second in command to store away grain so that they would have food to eat in the times of famine. So all in all, then Jacob, circling all the way back to his brothers, um, Jacob and his other sons, are in this famine. They don't have food. They hear that there's food in Egypt, and so they are sent to go and buy grain from Egypt and this person that is second in command. Of course, Joseph knows them, recognizes them. They don't recognize him. Probably looks a lot... He was probably all dressed up in Egyptian stuff. I mean, we know that he that Pharaoh gives him, yeah. like, you know, all kinds of Egyptian And they're probably garb. also not looking for him. Yeah, you would think... I mean, I didn't recognize someone at the gym the other day that I knew from basketball. Um, I don't know her very well, but it's another mom that's on one of the other teams. And I kept I kept seeing her, and I was like, you know, she looks kind of familiar, but I didn't think anything of it. I did that with because, basketball people who are on our team, specifically. But she was out of context. And so, yes, Joseph, to them, they were not looking for him to be in any sort of leadership position anywhere. They probably just assumed that he was dead. And um, But anyway, so all in all... They have to come back. They have to buy grain from their brother, who they had sold into slavery. And so now, when he reveals who he is, they are afraid that he is going to, you know, throw them into prison, or worse, have them killed. Or and send them to slavery. Um, instead, and I'm going to go ahead and tell all of this part, he reveals himself, he forgives them, and then brings them, their children, families, all of this, and his father all to Egypt so that he can um, care for them there. But, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. I had to sneeze. Um, it's, it's so funny. <laughs> anyway, um, then years go by while they are there in Egypt, and then his father, Jacob, dies. And at this point, the brothers become scared again because they're like now that our father is dead Joseph is going to get his revenge on us so once again they're afraid for their lives because Joseph who remember they could not even speak peaceably to um, back when he was 17 and they sold him into slavery now he's at this high level of command in Egypt their father's dead so they are afraid that now is the time he's going to get his payback 
So right. Addie's now going to read the rest of the verses. Okay. And Joseph said, oh, and this is Genesis 50 verses 19 and 20. And Joseph said unto them, fear not for I am in, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass at it, as it is this day to save much people alive. And 21. Yes. Yeah. Um, now, therefore, fear ye not. I will nourish you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spake kindly unto them. Oh, I'm so glad you read that last verse because that's the part that always gets me is the um, contrast between the first verses you read where his brothers hated him so much that they could not even speak peaceably to him. And then fast forward all the way to the last verses that you read. And when they were afraid for their lives, he, first of all, yeah, first of all, he assured them that no, um, he was not in the place of God. He was not going to do anything like that. And then he spoke kindly to them. So just that contrast, whereas they meant it all for evil and God had turned it all for good. And Joseph, like, truly spoke kindly to them. And that just shows, like, the amount of forgiveness that he had towards them. Like, he held nothing against them for what they did to him. Yeah. Like I said, he was a great guy. Because forgiveness is hard. It is. And I think sometimes we often, we take things personally, which, I mean, obviously... What they did to him was personal. Was it? <laughs> it was. But I think what one of the things that we can get from this um, this story in the Bible, these true things that happened to this man, is that all the things that happened to us day by day, like, it also happened to other people. Like, we are not alone. You know, like when someone is rude to us or someone is, you know, harsh with us or someone like really wrongs us, then we can look at Joseph and go, okay, but he was really wronged too. And it wasn't just on a, you know, like it was a personal level. I, that's, I guess what I want to say is that, you know, like it really doesn't get any more personal than selling somebody into slavery and your own brother's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's something that really his father did when you're looking at it completely honestly it really wasn't his fault at all no i mean like we said he shared the dreams that wasn't wrong though it wasn't no it wasn't a sin to share those things i share my dreams all the time i don't want anybody to take them personally you're not really in control of your own subconscious but sometimes you got to get that off your chest sometimes the dreams are wild that's true and i don't know i mean obviously in this time like more was told through dreams than happens for us. Do you think Joseph knew what the dream meant? Then? I don't know. That's what I was getting ready to say, is that I don't... Because obviously, Joseph can interpret dreams. We we know that. But, I don't know if he can then. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm not sure if he... Surely if he knew. First of all... You gotta I, remember, he was also just a kid. Yeah. I mean, he was 17. Yeah. So... It's younger than Wyatt. Yeah. True. So... It helps put it in perspective when you know somebody who's around that age. It's just a kid. So we don't really understand all of, you know, what he knew or didn't know or understood. But um, at the same time, um, but it was a personal 
attack, I guess. And so, I mean, I don't know that people could do anything worse to us than what was done to him. And yet he completely forgave. So, and sometimes we find that really hard to do. So, I mean, looking at the New Testament and all the times that Jesus tells us to forgive others and that it's written in the epistles to forgive others. And then, of course, um, one of my, it's kind of a terrifying um, parable, but the the parable of the, call it the unforgiving servant, um, where, of course, he owes, you know, his massive amount of money and then he is forgiven that debt, but then he goes out and finds the other servant who owes him just a small amount, and he will not forgive. And so, of course, then he's come and he's taken to prison as well. And they said, you know, if you're not going to forgive others, then your your debts will not be forgiven you. And that's, that's true for us today as well. Like, if we cannot forgive others of those wrongs, then God is not going to forgive us of our wrongs. And then that puts us in a really bad place. Yeah, doesn't. Because none of us are perfect. So we all need forgiveness. Yeah. So be forgiving. That's that's the relationship advice. Yeah, and I think that that's great uh, relationship advice for you going into a marriage is to be forgiving because... Because it's key in. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, guys. I love him. I just think it's... I thought that was funny. It seemed like an opportune moment for a joke. <sighs> I mean, the fact is, is you are marrying another imperfect human. Right. That's, that is the point. And he is also marrying an imperfect human. And so, like, you are going to need forgiveness and you are going to need to forgive. Because absolutely, as much as you love each other, like, there will be times when you will snap at him and you will need to be forgiven of that. And vice versa, you know, like people being people, man. Yeah. People are always going to do things like that, you know, yeah. So to go into it, having an attitude of forgiveness, just already there and just knowing that like, we're pushing buttons. No, thank you. I uh, forgive you. The cat, he's really trying to be in our space right now. So, but it's okay because we forgive him. We do forgive him. Um, but that might, that might mean he might mess some stuff up. So we apologize ahead of time. We already that. have, to be completely honest. I don't know why it's blue. Oh, yeah. I just noticed that that was a thicker line than it was before. It's like it zoomed in on yep. all of it. So I wasn't really sure what was happening. So yep, hopefully he didn't actually change anything except for the way it looks to can, us on the screen. Can, can you imagine? We just sound like chipmunks right now. <laughs> We've just been talking like nothing's happening. You know, that does take me right back to when we first started doing our podcast. We used to listen to them back before we would um, send them in. and uh, But we couldn't stand our own voices. So we would speed it up. And it sounded like a chipmunk and a squirrel. My voice was a squirrel. Yours was a chipmunk. And we wanted to change our cover picture from, like, what what is it, like a wheat field? Yeah. I wanted to change it to a picture of a squirrel and a chipmunk sitting together having tea. (laughs) They wouldn't let me. Do you know that year for Christmas, I really wanted to get you a little chipmunk ornament Uh, for the Christmas tree? I sounded like the chipmunk. She she was the chipmunk. I was a squirrel. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's very fitting of our personalities, too. <laughs> it's like you're Bible, very jumpy. <laughs> Bible talks with the squirrel and the chipmunk. Chipmunks are very jumpy, too. I know. <laughs> I know. I just thought it was funny. 
Anyway, I couldn't find the one I wanted, so I didn't get you an ornament at all. But oh, maybe some here. Okay, well, I think that's all I have. I forgive you for not giving me a chipmunk ornament, by the way. I forgive you for calling me jumpy. <laughs> that was funny, and you know it. <laughs> well, <laughs> do we say thank you? Thank, thank you. you. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bowie Media by visiting us at bowiemedia.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.